Do you wait for everything to be perfect and lined up straight before you make a choice? How hard are you trying to get everything in your life right? What if jumping in and getting messy is one of the ways to find out what works for you? Discover how being willing to mess up can create the phenomenal life you truly desire. Get ready to quit judging and start embracing all of your messy adventures. Now, here's your host, self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava. Hello and welcome. You have landed on Messy Adventures in Living, a radio show that asks what if you are willing to get messy with your choices? How much more fun could you have creating your life if you were willing to mess up? You know, sometimes I hear people screaming at that, but, but, ah, what if I make the wrong choice? Then there's consequences. Well, I challenge you to question that belief. Where did you buy it? And what if it's not true? What if your choices just create your life? And what if we didn't make choices so significant? Will we have an easier time choosing what works? Because we're following our awareness without the significance and pressure to get things right. When you get to see what a choice creates, then you can choose something different. And again and again, like uh, like a road map. You don't beat yourself up for choosing a road that takes you east instead of west, right? You just choose something different, a different road. And, you know, what if you could enjoy the sights in the west end, even though you thought you wanted to go east? <laughs> just choices, guys. And there's endless numbers of choices from which you can create your life. The trick is to just... Keep choosing, and actually you are always choosing, even when you're not choosing. It's just a choice, and all of them are cool. Choices are all cool. So I am Petrina Fava, your host for the next hour or two or three, if you choose to listen to a couple of my shows. <laughs> um, I Who am I? I have fun playing in a whole bunch of different ways. I'm a mom of three. I'm a pediatric RN here in Toronto. I'm an author. Uh, I am an access consciousness bars and body process facilitator. And of course, I am a radio show host. You know that because you're listening. Um, you're, I am your messy living expert. I always laugh when I hear that. It's so funny because if you know me, if you knew me, you would know that I have spent much of my life judging myself for being chaotic and messy and trying really hard to fix this thing I decided was a defect and a wrongness. Um, while also trying really hard to get everything right and perfect, not just right, but perfectly right. <laughs> oh, God, and have avoided doing things unless I had it all figured out, which I almost never did. So I just avoided. Going through life, trying to get things right. It's so exhausting, let me tell you, and it's certainly not fun. And you might be thinking that life is not really about fun, having fun. And I say, well... What if it is? And this radio show is just one of the ways that I'm embracing the willingness to get things wrong and I'm having so much fun doing it while actually also really receiving a whole ton of great awarenesses as um, with the radio shows as I create radio shows and have discussions and play with guests and play with you guys, the participants, and um you know, sometimes I wish you guys could see what's happening in me while I'm talking on this show. I have, I get so many cool rushes of awarenesses as I'm talking, and I'm often scribbling things down on paper so I can share them with you next. 
Um, I'm just so grateful for this for this uh, opportunity to have this radio show and grateful for all of you who are joining. Please know that your presence here, whether you're listening now or in the future or if you're in the chat room or you're calling in, um, all of it contributes to the conversation, your energy and the energy that you give this topic everything that you're questioning, it's really what creates the show, even if you are listening in the future. So um, thank you all. I'm so excited for today's topic. So what are we talking about? What are we questioning today? Um, the title of the today's show is Me? Change the World? <laughs> yes, you can. And it's nothing like what you think it is. Do you look around at people traveling the world and giving inspiring seminars and TED Talks, um, building schools in third world countries or starting movements that inspire people across the globe and think, God, I could never do anything that big, um, that important. I could never do anything that impactful. Um, you know, TED Talks, building schools, spearheading movements are great and can create enormous change, enormous change. And there's more. And it starts with you. What if your choices, your choices are not just a small drop in the ocean? You know, the wonderful poet Rumi said this wonder one of my absolute favorite quotes i just love this so much you're not a drop in the ocean you are the entire ocean in a drop did you hear that you're not just one drop in the ocean you are the entire ocean in a drop you're not just one small person in this vast universe you are the entire universe. All of the miracles of the universe are within you. The world is demanding change. You are the world. So it's time to step up and be the change. Oh, I just, I love this quote so, so much. So often because we um, hear things about creating change and we hear things, um, we hear about the ripple effect, you know. Um, you know, you're, you might be one small person, but you create a ripple effect. And I think, you know, while that's not wrong, it's more than that. It's beyond creating a ripple effect. You're not just creating a ripple effect. If one drop contains all the elements of the entire ocean, then one person, one being, you, contains all the elements of all the people in the world. But more than that, you contain all the elements of the entire universe. So if you're looking to change things, you can change the world because you are the world. Um, you know, so what, what, is this, what is this topic bringing up for you? What would you like to know? Um, what do you already know that you can share with us today? What do you already know about changing the world? Um, and I want to ask this question. Have you ever felt like you don't want to change the world? Have you ever heard all this talk about changing the world and you're like, I don't know, man, I, I kind of, I just want to live my life. I don't really want to change the world. Let me tell you a story. I was at a class 
<clears throat> I was at a class a few, many years ago, probably I think about five years ago now, that um, Dr. Dane here was teaching. So Dane here is the co-founder of this really cool modality that I like to play with called Access Consciousness um, that really <clears throat> empowers people to ask questions, to know what they know, and to create change in their lives and in the world. So I was at this class that Dane was uh, facilitating. I think it was an energetic synthesis of being class. I don't remember. And it was the very beginning of the class, and... He asked something like, uh, how many of you know that there's something else possible besides what we see in this reality? And I was like, oh, my God, yes. And then he asked you know, a whole bunch of other questions um, that I don't really remember exactly. And then he asked, and how many of you here are here to change the freaking world? And people were like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that would be cool. I guess it would it would be cool to like impact the world in some way, but I'm actually kind of just here because I think this shit is weird and cool, and I just want to learn more about it, and I really just want to change myself and create something different for me. And so, of course, I felt like a total asshole, and I thought I was terrible, and I thought I was selfish, and oh my god, like how could I not want to change the world? You know, like um, what kind of simple-minded person just comes to this these life-changing classes and just kind of wants um, to be there just for themselves, you know, like, you know, so I went to judgment to see I'm not one of those great ones who want to change the world, and I certainly wasn't as great as Dane, because he clearly was on a path to change the world, and, you know, here I am, selfishly here, just to see what's in it for me, totally in judgment of myself about not wanting to, not wanting to change the world. So I thought. So, you know, this went on for a while, months. Um, I did this for a long time, judging myself for just using the tools of access for me. Um, <laughs> I eventually became a BARS facilitator because I really wanted to share the tools of access. I thought they were brilliant and different and weird and cool. And I saw how they were working for me. And so I got excited about sharing them as I started to teach BARS. And um I, I started to have millions of ideas about who I could share them with and how they could change things for, you know, moms and kids and the things that were really in my world at the time. I was like bursting with ideas and I started to get really caught up in using the tools to help people and wanting to share them with my friends and my family because I could see where these tools could help them change. Except that they weren't asking for change. <laughs> So, you know, for a little while, I forgot about using the tools in my own life. And this created a lot of just blah. I, I stopped using the tools to change my life, to change me. And I started looking more at sharing the tools with the world. And I got really frustrated when I realized that people didn't really want change. Um you know, lots of frustration and annoyance. Why can't I get my business off the ground? Like, why doesn't anyone want to hear about this? I started to realize that um, when I was in that class with Dane and I thought that I didn't want to change the world, I had a few conclusions in place. Um, okay, maybe like a few hundred conclusions in place. <laughs> Um, I was, what I wasn't getting, I, I wasn't getting that 
I think I was seeing that I was not seeing something that was outside of the field of vision of my blinders called conclusions. I had these conclusions and they were like blinders on. Um, I was missing that using the tools in my own life, even if I never, ever mentioned them to anyone ever, was also changing the world. And in a big way, I wasn't getting that. Me, just using the tools in my own life, it would change the lives of my children and my husband and my family and my friends and my coworkers, and the patients that I cared for, and their families, even if I never, ever, ever shared any of it with them in an effort to change them or in an effort to give them the tools to change their lives. See, I, I had decided that changing the world was about other people. I had decided that wanting to change the world meant that you wanted to change other people, or you want, I wanted to change what was around me. And I had decided that the world was separate from me. That changing the world didn't include me. Craziness, right? So, oh. so what have you decided that changing the world means? that maybe it actually isn't. And what have you decided that changing the world isn't? Or that it actually is? Like, what have you not acknowledged that changing the world actually is? Where are you not acknowledging that you are already massively changing the world? So... Everything that brings up for you, let's clear some of the energy that's on this. Everything that brings up for you, everything you've decided that changing the world means, will you, will you destroy and uncreate all of those decisions and judgments and conclusions? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. If you are not familiar with Access Consciousness, those words that I just said are the Access Consciousness Clearing Statement. Um, it is a way to clear off a whole bunch of energy that comes up when we talk about something or when we question something. So the way it works is I'll ask, will you destroy and uncreate all of that? And you can say yes, or you can you don't have to say yes. You can say nothing. It doesn't matter. Um, and the clearing statement clears it away. There's It's short form for a very long explanation of things that I'm not going to get into right now on the show. You can actually find it. Um, it has its own website. That's how cool the clearing statement is. <laughs> so you can find it at theclearingstatement.com. And if you are interested in knowing a little bit more about access consciousness, you can go to accessconsciousness.com. So, you know, what are some decisions and conclusions that you have about what changing the world means and how is this limiting the change you can actually be in the world? So ponder that while we go to break. Um, thank you to all of my playmates in the chat room. It's a busy chat room day. I love it. Thank you for joining um, Thank you for joining us there. We're going to head to break. What have you decided change is? And how is that stopping you? Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more from Messy Adventures in Living. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? 
Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. Beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255 In Canada, 613-800-8736 In the U.K., 033-0001-0625 Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Hello, welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava, and today our topic of discussion and topic of question is me? Change the world? Yes, you change the world. And guess what? It's easier than you think. And maybe you don't even have to do anything. Ha! So there's lots of um, great activity happening in the chat room, a lot of um, which is talking about um, being, um, which I love because, of course, none of you chat roomers are aware of what I was going to talk about next. <laughs> um, you know, what have before we went to break, I um, was talking about or asking all of you, really, and asking me, what are some of the conclusions and judgments and decisions that we have in place about what changing the world means? What have you decided changing the world means that it actually isn't? And what are you not acknowledging that change is? What are you not acknowledging about you and how you are already completely impacting change in a really big way? So, you know, when we turn on the TV... When we turn on the TV these days, there's a lot of um, stuff happening in the world, um, a lot of stuff that we are judging to be bad, 
and wrong, right? People are blowing people up. People are murdering each other and kidnapping children. People are, um, you know, driving trucks into crowds, like just crazy ass shit. Okay. And so there's a lot of talk about changing the world and movements and protests and all of this kind of stuff. So it's really easy to look at that and go to conclusion and think, wow, if I want to change the world, if I want to change the world, that's the kind of stuff I need to do. And today I'm challenging you to question that and asking you, what if changing the world has nothing to do with doing? <laughs> what if it has nothing to do with doing? And don't get me wrong, doing stuff is awesome. If you're out there and you're doing TED Talks and you're talking to a group of high school kids and you're, you know, starting movements and you're getting people together and marching at City Hall because you want to create a change, damn it, and you're demanding change and you're creating that in a very physical way, that is awesome. Thank you. Absolutely, that stuff totally changes the world. And there is more. There are other ways to change the world. And if you're doing things, you are likely also being things. And I wonder if, you know, what you're being while you're doing those things is actually creating an even greater change. So what are some of the assumptions that we have about changing the world? Um, so one of them, one of the big, big, big ones is that it's about doing. So um, well, let's let's clear that because there's some energy on there. So everything you everywhere you've decided that changing the world is about doing something, doing something like with your body, um, and everywhere you've decided that because you're not doing anything, you are a pile of crap because you're not changing the world. Will you destroy and uncreate all that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Okay, the other. Um, yeah, what if being me is a contribution to the world? Thank you, Roseanne, in the chat room. By the way, if you're listening and you're wondering who the heck I'm talking to, there are some people in our online chat room. If you'd like to join, you can go to a2, the number 2, zen.fm and click on the chat room link, which is in the top upper right-hand corner. And when you go in there, you can log in with a name, your name, or a pretend name, a phony name, it doesn't matter, and then come and play with us um, by typing your questions and comments in the chat room. It's super fun. So, yeah, what if being me is a contribution to the world? Exactly. Um, uh, Rod was saying that lately he's been receiving compliments about how the energy in the room is different when he walks in. Yeah, because it's what you be that changes everything around you. Um, if you look at, um, uh, what is that, entanglement theory, right? Qu uh, sorry, I'm not up on my quantum physics, but <laughs> a qu um, entanglement theory talks a lot about how two things are not really individual, that they're connected, that they, they respond to each other. Um, and so, of course, you know, you walking in the room, Rod, in whatever city that you are, impacts the room, right? It changes the room. Just the energy that you be can totally change the room. And what if that's not all? What if the change is not limited to that room, right? What if the energy that you be when you get up and you go to work in the morning impacts someone across the world on the other side of the planet? What if it impacts something or someone in another part of the galaxy, in another galaxy? Like, see, we're still, we're still thinking so limited, right? We are infinite beings. Our energy is infinite, 
physics doesn't stop in the room. It doesn't even stop on this planet or this galaxy. It extends to, I don't know, how many billions of galaxies are there? Who knows? We don't even know. So, you know, it's great that you're acknowledging that you are impacting the room. And what else? You know, where are you not acknowledging? And what would it take for you to acknowledge that actually the energy that you are when you walk in a room and when you get up and you go to work in the morning actually creates change in another part of the world? in another part of the universe. And if you're looking around and seeing what's happening in the world, you know, would you be willing to acknowledge that what you what you be when you wake up and you go about your day is actually impacting that change? It is impacting that change. Please acknowledge that because that's how we can change things. Um, when I'm not in judgment, I am huge in changing the world. Yes. Thank you for bringing up judgment. Judgment, um, I, I had the wonderful opportunity to write a chapter in a book called The Power of Releasing Judgment. Um, and I am so grateful for, for, write, for being asked to write in that book because judgment has been humongous in my world. I have judged myself harshly since I was a small child. I grew up around a lot of judgment. And um, when I was initially asked to write that chapter, I very excitedly said yes, and then two seconds two seconds after I hit send on the email to Erica Glessing, the publisher, I was like, oh shit, <laughs> I have to write about judgment? Oh my god, <laughs> how can I write about judgment? I'm like the judgment queen. Um, and writing that chapter about judgment was such an enormous contribution to my life, and I totally received so many great awarenesses as I was writing, just like when I'm doing this radio show. I just love it so much. Um, so I challenge you, if there's something that's really uncomfortable for you to talk about or write about or whatever, um, you know, please do it. Push yourself outside your comfort zone. If you think you don't know about something, t- talk about it because it's a great way to get um, so many of your own awarenesses. It's so good. That was my poolside reading, Eleanor. Oh, <laughs> That's so great. Um, so why I digress. So <laughs> judgment, you know, yeah. Can you change the world if you have judgment in place? So of course not. Judgment is a cloud. It's such a, a smoke screen to the truth. We can't see what's true if we have judgment in the way. Even, by the way, if those judgments are good or positive, you know, what are all the judgments that we have? that are good ones. Um, if you look around what's happening in the world, you see a lot of separation. Um, you know, the whole Black Lives Matter versus All Lives Matter and terrorists versus peacekeepers and, you know, ISIS versus whatever, you know, Donald Trump versus Barack Obama. Like, oh my God, there's so much separation and judgment. And we feel right. To, to, to be judging these things. It's it's easy to look at, you know, Donald Trump and be like, oh my God, the guy is a crazy man. Like, what the hell? Um, and, you know, it's not that it, that's wrong because you might be aware of something, but judgment, when you have it in the way, does not allow you to see the truth. So even if you think Donald Trump, for example, is awesome or Barack Obama is awesome, and those are all their judgments and with them in the way, you can't have true awareness. And this goes... This this ties in with change in the world because, you know, if you have a judgment in place about what ju- what change in the world means or what that's supposed to look like, then um, you can't see what's true and you can't see something that actually might contribute to change in the world that you might not have imagined before, right? So, um, 
so like what does this really look like um what you know like i said what happens when we have conclusions and beliefs we even if they're good we um it stops the possibility of anything that doesn't match that conclusion from showing up right you have a decision and conclusion about something in place even if it's something you consider good it does not allow you to see something that doesn't match that belief um anything that's unimaginable anything that's inconceivable with your mind is harder to see it's there it's not that it's not there because all possibilities are there they're there but you can't see them we have conclusions in place and so anything that doesn't match your conclusion can't really show up so like for example let's say you're looking to buy a house and you decided what kind of house you want to have right down to the very last detail right the colors of the walls the what flowers are in the gardens what tomatoes what kind what specific kind of tomatoes are in the garden you know what kind of fence it has your field of vision for this house that you desire becomes more narrow it's like having blinders on right so it means you'll only see what you've decided is the best house and um anything else can't really enter your field of vision you're only you're only going to see what your mind is conceived and anything that's inconceivable is pretty much out of focus it's there it's just you can't see it cuz you have blinders on um the that house that has everything you desire and possibly more but looks totally different than what you expected can't really show up so you know what does this have to do with changing the world well we um you know we were just talking about what have you decided change the world looks like and is that creating a limitation to what you can do and be to change the world what if there's something you can do or be that you would never imagine and also what if it was simple and easy like we we think that it has to be something big what does big mean what does important mean um but also we how much have we decided that change right changing the world means taking something from a negative to a positive you know where have we decided that changing the world means that all the bad stuff goes away and all the good stuff increases right less murders more peace um i mean it sounds it's crazy you're like patrina of course hello yes we want less murders and more peace but get th- this is a really big assumption okay and it's a conclusion and if we have this conclusion in place then we can't see the big picture of what actually might be happening right um you know if you've decided the change in the world means less hate and more love i mean it's good but it's a conclusion and remember the conclusions are blinders they prevent you from seeing everything um change is not just positive right change is change so if you think that change is just positive there's a judgment here um which is like i said a smoke screen to the truth the world is demanding change we can see that clearly but we are judging that the world is going to shit right now right how many judgments do we have in place that the world is totally going to shit but what change is occurring that we're not acknowledging what change is occurring in the world right now that we're judging as wrong and what if it's not and if we didn't judge it as wrong and if we didn't try to fix it what could we create is it possible to create something greater rather than change that thing that we've decided is really bad and really wrong with the world right now who maybe we should clear some of that so everywhere you have decided that the world is going to shit <laughs> right now with all the world events that are going on the bombings the killings everywhere you have decided that this world is totally going to shit 
and that we have to do something to fix it. Will we please destroy and uncreate all that? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts and beyonds. Yes, thank you, Rondo. Well, a great question is, is this the change we've been asking for? And that is a really great question always to ask when you are looking around and it feels like things are going to shit. Um, a good way to clear the judgments that you have in the way about what's right and what's wrong is, is this the change that we have been asking for? Okay, we are <laughs> placing polish. Oh my God, Rosad, you're so funny. I'm so grateful for you guys in the chat room. This is awesome. So much fun. We need to take a break. So you are listening to Messy Adventures in Living. Today we're talking about me, change the world. Yes, you, change the world. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. <laughs> Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions, or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, in the U.K. 033-0001-0625, or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Thank you for joining Messy Adventures in Living. If you're just hopping on the call right now, we are talking about me, Change the World, so over the last half hour, we've been talking about all the decisions and conclusions and judgment that we have about what changing the world means and all the 
all the ways that we're judging ourselves for not changing the world because we're out not out there doing TED talks and and um, you know marching on Parliament Hill and that kind of stuff. And I'm just really challenging you to question, you know, what is it that you are being and doing that is creating a humongous change that you're not acknowledging? Um, I uh, so so let's let's just do that. So what can you acknowledge right now? about yourself? What can you acknowledge that you are doing and being that is changing the world? Um, What can you acknowledge right now that you are doing and being that is changing the world? And thank you for acknowledging that, because what if just acknowledging that you're changing the world is changing the world? (laughs) I wanted to um, address something really cool that um, was said in the chat room um, by Vasuda. Where is it? Something about um, people think they're, that she's on drugs <laughs> because she's happy. Oh, here. People are actually asking me if I am high on drugs these days. However, I have all these ideas in my head and I'm unable to actualize them. Okay, so uh, this is so funny. I find this this phenomenon hilarious that people ask other people if they're on drugs when they're happy. There's a teacher at my kid's school that is so awesome. I absolutely love her. The kids love her. She walks into the school playground in the morning. She's happy. She's peppy. She's walking quickly. And there are seriously rumors going around the school that this woman is on Prozac. Okay? like It's ridiculous. She's just freaking happy. She's a great... She's a great person. She's just happy. She's happy about life. And so many times I hear God, like, what drugs is she on? It's hilarious to me. Um, and you know what? It, it brings up the point that one of the assumptions or the conclusions that we have about changing the world is that everybody's going to like it when we do that or when we be or do what's required to change the world. And, you know, what if that's not true? And what if there are going to be people that are really uncomfortable with what you're being or doing? Ah, so everything that brings up, everywhere you are uncomfortable being the change that you know is required because you are aware that people have judgments about about what that looks like or about what that is or about that you must be on, you know, drugs if you're that happy or what's wrong with you. You're, can't you see the death and destruction that's in the world? You should be sad. Why are you happy? So everywhere it's really uncomfortable for you to be the energy, the be the change that's required to change the world because you are aware of the judgment that's being projected at you. Will you destroy it and create all that? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Yeah, cool. And, you know, again, like, what if this was not about anybody else? This is one of the really big assumptions that we have about changing the world. The change in the world is about other people. That um, if we do something or we be something and other people can't receive it, then we must be doing something wrong. But it's not true. People just can't receive things because they just can't receive them. It's okay. It's their choice. And also, you know, it's a really interesting point of view that they can't receive. And I play with this a lot because I I know that I'm really aware of when people become un- uncomfortable. Um, and I didn't know that that's what that was for a long time. I thought I was uncomfortable. So a lot of times when I talk to people, not not about changing the world or just when I talk to people in general, um, I really perceive their discomfort. And for a long time, I thought I was just really uncomfortable around certain people and I didn't really know why. And now I know that I'm actually really aware of other people. And so I'm very sensitive to what people can receive of what I'm saying. Um, and also, I know that I can very quickly turn those into conclusions. Oh, well, they can't receive what I'm saying, so I'm going to just be quiet. So please check in with your awareness about what people 
can or cannot receive and you know is it that they can't receive it or do you have a judgment and even if they can't receive it you really need to ask a question like you know do i need to stop being what i'm being or who i'm being right there's a difference between pushing like pushing your happiness onto someone or like here look at me i'm so happy i'm in your face happy sometimes that can actually be really unkind um and there's a difference between just being just being for you and i think that's the key is that when you're being happy for you and you don't care or you're not making it significant about what other people how other people are responding then that's how you can really create change because you're, there's no there's no conclusion, there's no judgment about other people's validation or other people's unwillingness to receive. So just check in, like when you are aware of some discomfort, when you're being when you're being you around other people, are they uncomfortable? Do you have a judgment in place? What's required? Do you need do you need to turn it up? And are you actually creating change when you think that you're not? Sometimes the people who I have thought would be the least receptive to some of the weird things I have to say actually turn out to be the most interested. It's kind of funny. Um, yeah, um, th- uh, thank you. So th- yeah, thank you, Vasuda, for that um, for that comment. It was great. Um, and and I wanted to address too, like this idea that we have about changing the world. That changing the world means helping people that are less fortunate than us. This is a really big conclusion and judgment that is impacting what we are being and doing. And, you know, I, I think I learned as a, as a kid, I grew up going to a Catholic school. Um, I learned as a kid that it's important to help those less fortunate than us. And so when we think about changing the world, do we think about changing those people's lives who are less than us, less fortunate than us? So, and let's take it on a bigger level, like let's look at all the things that are happening in the world right now. You know, how much have we decided that what's going on in the world is less conscious or, you know, less spiritual than what we know is true? And yes, what are you aware of? Absolutely. But also how much of that, how much of those are judgments? And all I'm saying is that with judgment in the way, you cannot see the truth and you can't see what's required. So it's going back to what we were talking about with the break, like what if all of the things that are happening in the world are actually the change that we're, we have been asking for, showing up in a way that we didn't expect or showing up in a way that we're judging as wrong. Um, it, you know, it might sound crazy. And, you know, sometimes when you say these things to people, they think like, how can you, how can you say these things? The world is totally demanding change. Um, what if everything that's happening in the world is create is contributing to the creation of a greater world? Greater is different than better. Do you get that? Like better is really a judgment. Better than this other thing. This, you know, peace is better than murder. Um, better is different than greater. So you know, is it something, are we asking for something greater to show up? You know, did Hit, did Hitler change the world? Did 9-11 change the world? Are suicide bombers right now changing the world? Do murderers change the world? I mean, 
Like, I think if I said this to some Joe Blow on the street, they'd be like, you are on crack. But Hitler did change the world. All those things that occurred under his rule changed the world. Were they hugely uncomfortable? Did it suck that a whole people, a bunch of people had to die horribly? Sure. And thank you to all of those people. Did 9-11 change the world? Really, think about it. I mean, think about the, tra- the trajectory of the change in the consciousness on this planet that happened after 9-11. I'm not in any way suggesting that any of these things are right or justified or like, geez, really, what else is possible for changing the world without this m- massive destruction? But if we're judging, if we are judging these things as horrible and, you know, the world is going to shit, how can we be aware of what's truly required? Um, and absolutely ask more questions. How can we have more ease with this? But also what's right about these that we're not getting? You know, what is it about these events that have actually created greater in our world? What judgments do we have about changing the world that if we didn't have them at all, if we didn't have any judgment of them as bad or wrong, would create the change that we are desiring and would create the greatness in the world that we know is truly possible so much faster and with so much ease, right? If we didn't judge all of these world events as wrong, and remember, when you don't judge them as wrong, you're not necessarily saying that they're right. That That's not the case. I'm just saying that if we didn't judge them as wrong, could we be more clear about what's required? And could we then impact change and create the greatness that we know is possible in the world faster and with more ease, with less destruction and less killing? If we just didn't judge it, could the change come more easily? Yes, it can because judgment kills. I know. I know that it does. And I know that you know too. Um yeah, the bigger the wake, the bigger the catastrophe and devastation, the bigger the wake up call. It says Rhonda in the chat room. Yeah, and and what else is possible? Like, is it the judgment of the of of something as a catastrophe, and is it the judgment of something as devastation that is hindering the the wake up? You know, like yes, there is been a huge wake up call since then. And if we didn't judge it so much, could it be greater? Could it be faster? Could it be more? Judgment kills. It kills, it kills, it kills, it kills. And it stops change and it stops possibility. Oh my goodness. Um, I love this. This is a cool conversation. I'm getting awarenesses just as I'm talking. Okay, so how can you, how can you, what are some things that you can do that um, will change the world? I So I'm a mom of three, so of course moms right now is in my awareness. Parenting is in my awareness. Um, I I had a neighbor who used to like, go and have pedicures once a week and like really took care of her body and um, did a lot of things for herself, like went on retreats, spiritual type retreats. And um, she had a nanny. And my other neighbor used to say to me all the time, oh my God, like she has this nanny and she's always out doing things for herself. Like why doesn't she stay home and take care of her kids? And, you know, we judge parents um, for this a lot. Um, we have the idea that they should be dedicated to nurturing their children and they should be putting themselves last. And, you know, this ties in with changing the world because what if you're a mom 
and you're at home and you have, you know, seven kids <laughs> and, you know, you, you, not that you can't, there is no can't, but that this is your, cho- there's, you're choosing to stay home with your children instead of going out and marching on Parliament Hill. You know, what if getting up and getting a pedicure every week and getting your hair done and going on your own retreats, what if changing you is changing the lives of your children? And not only that, what if that changes the world? Of course it does. Not just the ripple effect, because you might be thinking, well, um, you know, then I'm impacting my children and they're going to go out there and change the world. It's not just that. It's what energy are you being? What are you showing your children about changing you? Um, I've had um, a lot of my own guilt about um, taking access classes and and really working on myself and creating my business. Um, And I don't have that guilt anymore. Really, I don't. Because I know that when I work on me, I am changing everything around me. So everywhere you're judging yourself for being selfish, and for not, um, and for only looking at you, and for only changing you, everywhere you've decided that's selfish, and everywhere you've decided that that's not changing the world, will you please destroy and uncreate that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and punk, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Wow, it's uh, time for break. Okay, <laughs> so you're listening to Messy Adventures in Living. Let's take a quick break, and we'll get we'll be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Petrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be? If you were willing to get messy with your choices. Do you know a child who is frustrated and disruptive in class? Who struggles to connect? Who's bright but still not making the grade? Have you ever wished that there were a kinder, gentler way to support children with difficulties in school or at home? Many children find access bars is benefiting them greatly. A study is being conducted to document findings in an effort to assist kids everywhere with these life-changing benefits. Will you donate and help to assist kids thrive? Visit www.accessyourbrilliance.com to support our study. What else is possible for kids now more than ever? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, in the U.K. 033-0001-0625, or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. 
Now, here's Katrina with more Messy Adventures. All right, welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Katrina Fava. Today, our topic is me has been, or is, because these radio shows, they continue long after they're gone. Me, change the world. Yes, you, change the world. And what if it looks absolutely nothing like what you think it's supposed to, because it doesn't. Um, so we've been talking about all of the conclusions that we have in place around what changing the world means and all the places that we're judging ourselves for not changing the world that we actually are. So um, thank you for being here. Thank you for acknowledging all of the places where, that you are actually changing the world. Um, please continue to do that. Please acknowledge all of the things that you are being and doing that is changing the world that you've never considered before. And remember that you, your impact, your 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 effect is not limited to the room, to the country. It, it can be felt far across the the globe, even if it's just something that you're being, even what you're being or doing is not being televised on, on TV. Um, there's a really great quote from uh, Bono, Bono, sorry, <laughs> I think it's pronounced Bono, of U2, the musician, and it goes, I can't change the world, but I can change the world in me. And this is a great quote. Except I would like to add, actually, Bono, you can change the world. And I can't change the world. I can change the world. I can change the world in me. And in doing that, I change everything around me. Because remember, you are not just a drop in the ocean. You're the entire ocean in a drop, right? So you're not just a singular person on this planet. You are actually everything in this universe, all packed into one awesome being. You are everything that this universe has. All of it is in you. Just be. Be. And you will change the world. What energy, space, and consciousness can we be that will change everything, that will create greater on this planet that we've never considered? And what would happen if we dropped all of our judgments around changing the world? And what if we dropped all of the judgments around all of the current events that are happening, if we drop the judgments, how much clearer can we could we see what's required? And how much faster could the change occur? How much faster and with how much more ease could it come? Um, thank you so much for joining me today on this show. Um, you're not a drop in the ocean. You are the entire ocean in a drop. You are the world. You are. So if you want to change you, the world will change too. Um, See you guys next week on Messy Adventures in Living. Thank you so much for all of your contributions. Um, have fun changing the world. Um, one very messy adventure at a time. Take care and see you again next time. Goodbye. Thank you. Thanks for playing with us on Messy Adventures in Living. Katrina Fava will return next Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain, and 6 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We'd love to have you join us again. Until then, have fun creating your phenomenal life. Must